Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday, Hump Day edition, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, May 11th, 2022. You're listening to KRC, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen all here to start your Wednesday morning. Roush, you seem like you're in a mood. Emma? I I didn't think it until you brought up something on the text line that annoyed you. And that's just, that's... That's, yeah, yeah. While... It's well, a precursor to yes, just like fired up. Because like, like there's been a bajillion Ralph. more annoying texts in the text line, so the fact you singled that one out makes me just think you're in a mood. Just, I'm just, <laughs> like you got something going on. I might, I might be in a mood. Maybe you didn't get enough sleep. I don't think I got enough sleep. I, I, I feel like maybe we're all in a mood this well, morning. We got Scoots back, by the way. Yeah, Scoots. I am not in a mood. Are you? Is it a good mood? Uh, yeah, actually, I am in a mood. I'm in a great mood. Oh, great mood because uh, you're not feeling sick anymore. Yeah, I'm, Man, I'm feeling I, normal. Yeah, life is good. I hate hearing that. Well, love hearing that, Scoots. Love hearing it. But I do have some bad news that I worry could could change that for you. Okay. Let's hear it. So, Roush, I hosted the Mike Rutherford show again yesterday. Again? Yeah, but I couldn't get there until like 3.45. So it wasn't the full three hours, but it was like 2.50. Who who did the first 45 minutes? There's something about the big exports radio radio cancellation policy they don't let you know until just a couple hours before if they need you (laughs) you you don't get to know like 12 hours before or a day before or anything like that all that being said i I was texted earlier for they may they may need me today and i'm not sure if i'm going to be able to do it or not but you should do it roush you should fill in they'd love hearing from you (laughs) i do Wolvo fans were very happy with me yesterday that's what did was, you do with the UL fans yesterday? Oh, I just made a very dumb joke, and they they took the bait. All right, well, let's know. get let's get to that. Hold on, okay, po- yeah. put a put a pin in that. We'll we'll circle back to it. All this office cliches I can use here real quickly. So I had to host again yesterday, Scoots, mm-hmm. and first and foremost, didn't know that UL and I you were playing baseball yesterday. Oh, Seems like neither. that would have been a topic of conversation on a UL radio show. Hand up, that one's on me. <laughs> Not bad. Didn't even mention it. Didn't even so talk about the it. The one so- good team they got. Sorry about that. Who won? <laughs> I have no idea. You're an IU I, fan. I just now found out they were playing. I don't follow Indiana baseball. They're horrible. Well, I saw that uh, the former UL pitcher, what's his name, Reed Detmers, 
He played oh, for UL. He, he threw didn't? a no hit. He threw a no hitter uh, yeah. last night. Good for him. All that talent Rookie. for old Ronald McDonald. Yeah, and no championships. Can't win the big one. Yeah, that's weird. Ooh. Tons of talent, but but no big ones. Yeah, I forgot to talk about that. Uh, we uh, talked a lot about the ACC. Indiana did win or did lose. So U of L baseball won. Yes, Ooh, seven hate, to two. Hate, hate saying it, but U of L baseball is kind of heating up a little bit. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't were, toasty. They were stumbling to start the season. Didn't look too hot, and now they're they've beaten like Vanderbilt. They've beaten IU. Kentucky baseball. They couldn't play. Yeah, because of like bus mechanical issues or yeah. UT Martin. Yeah, they really. What about threw it. what have you got another bus? How about that? Well, it could have happened on the way. Maybe, maybe they were on the Bluegrass Parkway, just yeah. like with the steam rolling out of the the front of the bus. You know, get a just hitchhike. You could get <laughs> the bats. AAA. Yeah, exactly. You could you could find a way. So anyway, Scoots, we're doing radio. We're talking. We're chatting. We're having a good time. Naturally. Me doing five or six hours of U of L radio, I'm starting to run out of things to talk about. Sure. Trevor doesn't watch sports anymore, so he is. If we want to talk wrestling or movies, he's my guy. But if we're trying to talk sports, I'm having a tough time. In fairness, uh, NBA playoffs just garbage. Oh, hit my parlay yesterday. Yeah, nice. both it was thirty point wins for each home team. I took the points. So boring. Too. Yeah, you I took rolled the, the dice a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, so that was nice. Nine points is a lot in an NBA playoff game. They covered it by twenty. Yeah, crazy. Wait, the spread went off at nine points? Uh, that was what I saw it at. I got a three and six. No big deal. But easy covers either way. Finally, that's the first like NBA parlay I've hit this playoffs. And that's actually not a joke, which is embarrassing. Uh, anywho, so I'm running out of sports things to talk about too, Scoots. We're talking U of L ACC scheduling. Trevor was saying he wanted U of L's permanent opponents to be like Clemson, Florida State, Miami. ACC is going to go to three permanent opponents, get rid of divisions. And then so go the, to, they they've are have they announced it? They it's going to get announced soon. They is this for like, football or basketball? For football, and yeah. he wants Miami, Clemson, and, and Florida, Florida State. State. So he, he wants the hardest one. He what wants an idiot. holes in his brain. He and I was like, I actually think you should probably want one like marquee good ticket game yeah, at and, least. And yeah, you, you should at least want one. And then I said you probably would want a rival, so I said bring Pittsburgh down, a winnable rival. That's Pittsburgh. Bring them down. So I was like, Florida State I get, Pittsburgh I get. And I was like, Trevor, you'd want an easy like layup for your third. You're going to be playing the other five. Like You'll be playing Clemson or Florida State or Miami at least one, if not two of them, every year because it would be a rotating of the other five teams. Oh, Trevor, he's so sweet. So we're anyways, I'm just I'm making yeah. this the longest story possible. Right. And Long I- story short, Scoots, I had to tell your, 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 your sex story on the air. On the oh, okay. Story. Yeah. That's fine. But I didn't use your name. And, well, I knew. I mean, I used Scoots, but nobody knows who that I, is. I knew you. I knew you had already. Okay, so um, you. Okay, I figured you would have brought that up to me if you yeah, had known that. I'd no, done that. I, well, I didn't know how to approach it. So Trevor texted me last night, and he was like, "I need more on the sex contract story." Oh, <laughs> did, Trevor. Yep. So what he a, he just turn. ruined it right out of yeah. the gate. Wow. Well, I guess he could have. You could have thought maybe I just told him during break or something like that, right? Or no? Uh, he you, might have even said that you said it on air. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, we told we we pretty much. Ugh, I mean, it is. Sucks. It, I think it I is, told pretty much every detail about the whole at thing. At this at this point, it is what it is. Like what's done is done. Trevor, yeah. well, quite literally, <laughs> Trevor was asking some very inappropriate questions. No, in all seriousness, everybody got a good kick out of it. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, you don't know. You don't really know the reaction when you're telling stories on radio. But I was running out of things to talk about. I panicked, Justin, and then you know I realized maybe you wouldn't want that story out on the That's five fine. o'clock hour in drive time radio. It's fine. Yeah, so, I mean not so, the, so, not the most ideal time, but so it, was, I it was a Tuesday. I think everybody thinks it's cool. It for was, what it's worth. Yeah, I mean it is cool. 
It is cool. For sure. I, I agree it is cool. And it, just the twist at the end is, I think, the best part of the story. <laughs> like, oh, I think the story is just worth telling because of the twist at the end. It is a twist. <laughs> Nobody sees it coming. No, M. Night Shyamalan-esque. Absolutely. <laughs> that, absolutely. That's why the contract part is so important. Super, it was, super it was never signed. So did you fill him in on the no, other? No. Nope. I didn't give him hardly any details. <laughs> I, I gave him, like, one or two. He Because he was asking if money was exchanged. That makes you a gigolo. And he was really jealous. I was like, I was like, nope, no money was exchanged. That's really the only detail I gave him. You could tell that, like, he was like, what? Why don't I get the, like, where where was I? He, he was he was not happy about it. <laughs> and, oh, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. It is fun talking with the big guy, though. Uh, he can, oh boy, he really can take conversations and radio topics and, and just, just go down avenues. Yeah. And five minutes later, you're like, what in the world were we even talking about to start? We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. Text mm-hmm. on in to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We've got that Jared Lorenzen towel burning a hole in our studio up there. We need to get rid of that. Well, it's not actually burning it down, but it it's here. Whatever, if you've got, uh, if you just have... What 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 do we want the dance monkey? What do we want them to do for us? Um, How about you just bring up a good radio topic for us? Oh yeah, could be sports related, could be non sports related, but if it really catches our well, it's a wacky Wednesday, sure. And, and we had some uh, some good fodder on the text line recent, like the uh, Wandell Robinson or Lynn Bowden, who's the bigger legend? Like the, that was a good one. That was a very good something one. along those lines, or it could you know could even not be sports related. You you get us talking the most today, and we'll send you that Jared Lorenzen towel. So um, hopefully you live in Louisville. Where is it? Is that the, it's in the front office. It's in the front oh, office, yeah. Oh, oh no, okay. Yeah. It's not in the studio. No, not gotcha. in the studio. Not in here. No. I was yeah. trying to figure out if it was one of the ones it's hanging or not. We could have just put it in here and it been ours for the studio, but. We already started. Well, maybe we won't get a good touch. I was just trying to make sure that y'all weren't like giving away a dusty old towel that's been hanging in the studio for years. What'd they give the get up <laughs> one for? Was that the Mississippi State rain game? Yeah, Mississippi State rain game. Um, I think that still has got some, yeah, it's got a stain on it. Who knows what, <laughs> who knows what that's from? Definitely not from beer, though. Not from beer. N- not under Mitch Barnhart's watch. Um, so you got my brain scrambling whenever you mentioned who Louisville's potential opponents should be. I love talking pod scheduling. It's one of my favorite summer radio topics because it's a big picture, fun, shake them all, shake up the dice, and then roll it out and see where everything lands. And I was curious what some some folks might think that the uh, Louisville's pod would be. I think Syracuse makes sense. Why? Because of this. The I mean, they came over at Big East around the same time. Both basketball schools that people only really care about every once in a while. That one makes sense, but the one that I found from, I mean, this is two, three years ago from Banner Society, um, which was like SB Nation, that sort of deal. They had Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt, and Virginia as their annual opponents. I really want to see Virginia because there is a fun element where they're snake bit by them in basketball. They play them twice every year. They always end the year on them. Walk is their rival. It'd be fun. I, I and Virginia's a team you should beat, so that that could be a nice, easy kind of layup. You know? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting scheduling philosophy. I don't obviously give a who who Uval gets. Uh, just from if I were a Uval fan, that's what I would want. I'd want one good sized name of a team I feel like we could beat, Florida State. A uh, rival that would be a fun game for away or home, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. 
And then just a layup could be Syracuse, could be Wake Forest. It feels like Wake Forest is kind of becoming a rival from Louisville. It, you it know. does, and that's how we they talked about that. Games, Wake you know? Leak, and also Wake Forest over the last few years have had some decent teams too, so mm-hmm. uh, you could get that as well. But I, I said Wake Forest may not be ideal because they could maybe steal one from you every now and then. Right, you just right. want well, the worst of the worst possible, ideally. I think if you did Kentucky's, it would... I was getting ready to ask, who would you all And that's where I want to get with this, yeah. obviously. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll throw out Indiana's really quick, Scoots. Indiana oh, wait, had... let me give you let me give you your Trevor Kelsey answer. Give me Michigan, Ohio State, <laughs> and Penn State. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on! Yeah. Uh, I will say there's a little difference in Big Ten versus yeah. ACC, <laughs> no, where sure. like, the top of the ACC really is more beatable mm-hmm. than yeah. the top of the Big Ten, but but I love it. Let's just keep taking shots at <laughs> it. Well, obviously you would play Purdue. Right, if oh, you're yeah. Indiana, for sure. Yes. Uh, Northwestern, nah. I think Northwestern would be a good one just from a travel standpoint. Like Northwestern fans could come to Bloomington all set. I'd much rather play, then... much rather play Illinois. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. They have Rutgers as the third rival, and like so, honestly, be Purdue, Northwestern, and Rutgers. That would be if you're IU, you'd be like, yep, yep, taking it in a heartbeat. I won't uh, even ask that. any questions. That I'm would be kidding. the easiest thing in the world. That would be amazing for IU. <laughs> but then again, like Rutgers and Purdue and Northwestern be like, oh, we got to use one of our locks. Yes, it's <laughs> great. I'll take it if right If I now. had my three, I would want Purdue, Illinois, and Michigan State. Would be it's a good three. three. Yeah. Michigan yeah. State's kind of the one that, like, you kind Can of be your better. prestigious mm-hmm. program that you could be. You all have a little bit of beef, too. A uh, little bit. We've had some games over the years. Right. The last you, 10, You want a good game with them, the, the good year, the Michael Penix year. Mm-hmm. Um, they had uh, what was what was their running back? Gosh, he hurdled Kenneth Walker. No, like uh, three, four years ago, they're really good running back. Or no, it was Le'Veon Bell back in like 2010. He hurdled one of our defenders. Oh, yeah, that's tough. It was fun, real tough for the Caps though, because this could be coming to you to to the SEC. Yeah, this is coming tough. to UK land. And while everybody has talked about divisions, pods. East-West, how do you balance them out? I think most likely you're probably going to see the SEC be like, we're going to do this, and we want the best, the highest two ranked teams to play in the SEC championship game. And if you don't have divisions, you don't have to worry about one set division being more loaded than the other or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think this is coming to the SEC or something similar. So let's say the SEC it- says you're going to have three locked opponents, and then it's going to be rotating the other five. And also, I would love if they kept it at eight conference games. I don't think that's happening. So it would really probably be three locked opponents and then maybe a rotating list of six, and then yeah. you're getting through the conference in, what, three years? Uh, no, you, you would you would do all – the way it would rotate, you would get all of the – because there's going to be 16 be two teams. It would be two years. Well – It's going to be – because it will be uh, – Texas and Oklahoma are going to add some wrinkles to it. That's why you, you just have to get rid of divisions because you couldn't even play every team in your division every year. Um, if you, or I guess, I mean, I guess you could, could, but, um, still it, it, it limits it. It would, it would be every four years. Um, last I checked on the well, math. On. Let me do from, the math on this real quick. Just, this is dorky, but nobody cares. You have 16 teams. You're playing three of them guaranteed. You're one of them. So that's 12 teams left in the conference. If you're playing five and it rotates, that's boom, five. That means there would be seven teams left if you're playing them five the next year. That means there'd be two teams left. So yeah. within three years, you're playing every well, team in the SEC. And then if you go to a six-game schedule, you could do it in every two. Or if you're going to a nine-game. Nine game. Yeah. Uh, if you did the nine-game schedule, you can go home and away to every team in the SEC within four years. 
that, that that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. what they should aim for. Yes, um, and there's a a lot of fun different ways you can try to determine the pods and who's going to play who. But really, it's a lot of it's going to come down to just rivals. Um, and that's the good thing is you're going to get rid of Georgia because they have a lot of rivals. They've got Florida, they've got Auburn, and I worry that they'd slip in Kentucky as like Georgia's. Hey, here's your here's a here's your easy. Oh, they'd give them South Carolina. That's what I, now that I'm saying that loud. South Carolina is a much closer and bigger Easier, yeah, game. Yeah, they recruit from the same pool. Yeah. Um, I good point, J.K. Good point, J.K. Um, the the one that I see here is too good to be true. It's Missouri, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. Not Tennessee. That's Missouri, stupid. Missouri, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. That'd that, be amazing. That would be a way. But I do think that Tennessee there's has no, to be on the no list. There's no way UK would get away with that. Yeah, there's yeah, no, no not not a chance in France. But I do think Tennessee and Vanderbilt, like that, that's a nice balance if you have well, those then it, two. If you get Tennessee and Vanderbilt, then it's really that third one is the deciding factor. If you got an Alabama or an LSU, you'd say, shucks. That is tough. If you got Missouri or Mississippi State, you'd say okay. it doesn't get better than that, really. So here's if Tennessee's wh- your toughest, whew, what a treat. I-, I would think that it would be either Florida <coughs> or uh, Mississippi State. Because I, I, I think the Florida game... Thing is, if you're getting a pod, though, that has... And I again, I know each team would have... It's not like Mississippi State would also play Tennessee, Vandy, and their teams would be different. Every team's locked opponents would be different. So they're not really pods by the sense of like a round robin sort of deal. But Mississippi State, you know they're going to get – I don't know. I just – I feel like if you're going to try to do it geographically based, it's going to be unfair. It's going yeah, well, to be and, and it's gonna I, be loaded. And, and I don't think they want it to be geographically based. You know who's going to get – because absolutely boned Arkansas, Arkansas, yeah, because they, they got to play Texas and Arkansas every or Texas and Oklahoma every year. They're going to end up playing Texas every year, no matter what, because they they are old Southwest Conference rivals. I mean, that just that that makes sense. Uh, but to give them both, and then what? What are you going to sprinkle in like LSU and Alabama? Like they feel it, like they probably throw A&M Arkansas. Too. I feel like they. Well, yeah. Hey, that I mean, they they have. I mean, they do this that the game at Jerry World every year. You, you know? feel like they'd have A and M. Texas. And then I think they'd probably have LSU, and then I think they would throw Missouri as like their easy one. Yeah, but either way, uh, Sam Pittman made a joke at Media Days last year about like, yeah, we wanted to play the Green Bay Packers, but they were busy last week. You know, because they their schedule last year was. An absolute gauntlet. And I know this isn't the most entertaining radio, but then who Alabama? Who they get? You got to have Auburn, obviously. Got to have Tennessee. Got to have Tennessee, and then you can't. You wouldn't want it to be like. I mean, it's Alabama. Wait, hold on. But why would want... Why would Alabama have to have Tennessee? They're, They're huge rivals. Yeah, and, and Justin, they? I know that that seems silly right now, but it is one of those things. If you look back over a hundred years, one of those two teams is like a national power at any given moment. They're just rarely good at the same time. Um, yeah, I, didn't, are, I had no idea mean, they had any sort of rivalry. It means a lot to both fan bases. It's just so top heavy right now that you would have no idea that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it is true. But like the last time Alabama didn't win the game, Tennessee was really good. Like it's been that long. It's been <laughs> almost yeah. two decades. Um, but that was like part of Nick Saban getting Alabama going was beating Phil Fulmer at Tennessee. That was very big for them. So, um, was it third Saturday in October? Yeah, whatever yeah, stupid yeah, date yeah, it is. But. Yeah, they. Uh, but that 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 those are two games that you would have to reserve, and then 
I'd kind of like to see him play Ole Miss just because Ole Miss always gives him a good game. And those were kind of fun when mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze was there. But it um well, they're still fun with old Lane. The pod Lane scheduling Green. though is uh, it's just fun to talk about because the thing is is somebody's gonna get taken to the bone zone. There's no way around it. And I would want I would want if SEC does this, I, I would want them to say in every ten years we'll reconsider. Not that you'll be guaranteed new opponents, but we will or hell, every ten years we will change it. You'll have three like the you'll, you'll have three new ones, yeah. I would want them to do that because, one, you're starting to have fan bases, Tennessee, complain right now, our locked opponent's too hard. We need to change them. While it's funny to see Tennessee fans whine and complain, and there are some Tennessee fans that don't want it changed either. They're, hey, we're taking our beating right now, but we'll hopefully eventually get it back the other way, which I don't doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime soon. It would be nice if you're just like, hey, if one program just takes off and you're locked in with them for eternity, or it looks like eternity, it'd be nice knowing, like, after a decade, we'll switch things up. Well, And, and, and after a decade, too, maybe there's more teams time, in the conference. Well, and also times change. Like, you would have never said that Kentucky and South Carolina are quote-unquote rivals 10 years ago, but now – Budding, yeah, I don't know, I don't budding know that, rivalry. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Like, I hated South Carolina when they went down there in 07 and lost. First loss of the season. That stupid Gamecock on a Thursday night game. Just Man. wouldn't stop showing that. So, TJ, you'd thing. consider Kentucky-South Carolina a rival, too? I think I think it's similar to IU-Michigan State. Like, I think when okay. you're playing in the same conference for decade after mm-hmm. decade, and with South Carolina now, they're coming up on... What? Three thirty something. Yeah, they're years. coming up on their third decade. Yeah, yeah you're gonna like have they're gonna there's gonna be some bad blood when you're playing a team every single year. Uh, Vanderbilt, I hate when those dorks were good for those two years where they were breaking all the laws and doing all the terrible things with James Franklin. I hated them. I did not want to lose to them. Tennessee right. is the worst. South Carolina, the worst. Georgia doesn't feel like much of a rivalry because Kentucky needs to get that game. But look. Look how excited we are for this Florida game on the schedule. Ten years, ten years ago, would you have been that excited for that game? You'd say it'd probably no, be a loss. Market it, put it as an L. It, yeah. it, exactly. So the more you play teams and the more competitive you get, naturally you're going to have rivals. I think Kentucky's biggest rival in conference is Tennessee, but everybody in the East is a is a big game. And hell, Mississippi State is turned into a little bit of a rival mississippi state's turned into who's who's playing at home this year That's what, yeah <laughs> you know but the, the south carolina one the games have been much better and each team always goes into the game thinking they can win and there really hasn't been a lot of blowouts if you look at it uh, i know kentucky pandemic did year win. south carolina got that beat down yeah that's true but uh, the team also very defeated at that point uh and also kentucky got beat really badly before the lynn bowden show Took over. Almost got a goose egg down in Columbia. I was so, watching that game in Boston, and it was not fun. Waste of a night in Boston. Watching oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> old, so, old noodle string arm Sawyer, who's just hurt, shouldn't have been <laughs> out there. Sawyer so Smith, I think he enjoyed his time at Kentucky, though. Good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. And he seemed like a nice guy. I, and also, I think he could have maybe done some okay things. I don't think UK has the season with him. But that injury was – he seemed different he just didn't seem all yeah, there yeah wasn't wasn't himself not, not the same player yeah and then they put Lennon but yeah uh all all those all you anybody in the conference that UK plays regularly and then if they do this if they do a blocked opponent sort of deal you'll even who do you think UK has the least history with I mean A&M yeah 
Yeah. Um, it would have. I mean, A&M still hasn't been to Lexington. <laughs> which team besides Missouri? So A&M, Texas, and Oklahoma. Let's say UK gets stuck with just one of them. Mm-hmm. Who do you want? Texas. I want to throw horns down. Is it because um, you like Austin? I've actually never been to Austin, Massachusetts. So, wow. Yeah. Um, but our friend Kenzie uh, Bernard, she's about to move there. Yeah, I think she got like a general manager position. Yeah, Very at a brewery down there. Keep on some weird. Austin's in Indiana. <laughs> what, what have you put uh, the two, like you're like, I'm, we're going to Austin. You put Austin, Indiana in the GPS <laughs> on accident, which that actually happened to uh, a couple of Brooks friends in college. They were going to take a road trip to go see some friends. Uh that played volleyball at Arkansas in Fayetteville. They put Fayetteville on the GPS and took them to Fayetteville, North Carolina. Didn't check. I uh, actually did that. Jeez, this, I actually please. did that this past football season. I was in Indy and I just typed in uh, like my first four letters of my ad or first four numbers of my address. And then I just hit the top one. And I was about 15 minutes out of Indy. And I was like, why am I on the east side of Indy? I should be on the south side. Sure enough, it was taking me to, like, Finley, Ohio. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? But luckily, I caught it early enough. When did they figure out this Fayetteville? Uh, when they started getting towards the mountains. They were like, I th- are we supposed to be going? Oh, my god, That's quite a way. Yeah, so was- probably, like, Knoxville is where they should have. Well, really, would they have even gone Knoxville? They've gone Louisville to Dashville? Um, Guess depends where you're coming from. Right, right. But they got – they should have found it sounds out like a, much sooner. Exactly. Right. I was going to say, it sounds like it was hours added on to their – I mean, hours <laughs> added on to their trip. That would well, be they my up, worst freaking nightmare. I think they ended up uh, just – they were in North Carolina, and they were like, well, do we know anybody in North Carolina? And they just stayed with another friend's parents for like a day or two and then drove back. Oh, really? Yeah, like they just they just took a trip Man, somewhere imagine, else. imagine if you were the people waiting for them in Arkansas. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're like, what the hell? I had uh, all these fun activities planned. and You'd have to think, just imagine if that happens in like 1925 or something like that. <laughs> the oh, people geez. in Arkansas are just like, well, they said six on Tuesday. It's Thursday. You don't think they're dead, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll send a letter in a couple of weeks. We'll get something from them. Oh, it'd be different. It'd be different times, also, but no excuse in the year 2020 or 2014 or whatever year it was to, well, to have it, GPS. And, and in, I think, in fairness, too, back in the day, you would be more actively looking at the map. That's like, true too. Yeah. yeah, but you Instead could also, but like one mistake unnoted you. that yeah, you could just be going forever before you realize that you'd made uh, a mistake. Wow, that's a great story. Uh, there is a great thing going on at Big X Sports Radio, and I'm really bummed. It starts on Monday, and I'm so bummed I won't be here for this because you all are going to have an absolute blast with it. It's huge news for the listeners as well. So when we come back, we'll tell you what Big X Sports Radio is doing. You will not want to miss it. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big oh, X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, oh. Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Woo! 
Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call. I did call the Mike Rutherford show Kentucky Roll Call one time. Only one time did I do that, though, so it wasn't – I guess it could have been worse. But Catch a bunch of heat for that? No, none at all. I also noticed that like Trevor started the show because I had to get there a little bit late, and he oh, was so like, he did do the first forty minutes. He, he did, but he also <laughs> Troy came in with. Oh, him. Okay, so we hung out with Troy. We talked in sixty four with Troy. It was fun. We talked a little Wayne with Troy. It was a good time. I brought up the South End story again, and uh, yeah, he, Trevor's like, oh. hey, do you have a do you have above ground pool? And he was like, our neighborhood actually doesn't allow them. And Trevor's like, what? <laughs> we actually. Uh... I meant to send you a screenshot of it, but you know me and phones during Derby Week. But the filter, like the geolocation, was South Louisville at Churchill Downs. So just thought. Oh, but not South End. I mean, South Louisville, South End. It must End. have been. It must, a, have, it must have been like it picked it up at your house, but you didn't have service, so you still had the. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it. I think that's how probably it how how that was was operating. Uh, go to the Thorntons on your way in. There's plenty in the South End. There's plenty all over Louisville, East End, South End, all over. It's great. They've got good donuts. They've got good breakfast sandwiches. Roush is telling me something about steak and eggs and stuff like that that mm-hmm. they have, which sounds amazing as well. Popeye Thorntons, get your co-workers your office mates some donuts and sweet treats they will definitively like you more and uh text into the thorns text line 502-414-1450 we need we need our best radio topics today and we're rewarding our best texter yes or just whatever you want us to talk about we'll get some food for thought we'll get to the text line sooner too excuse what do you have i was just gonna say if you can't get to thorns for breakfast their lunch is awesome too had it three times last week nice do you think that resulted in your... Perhaps. <laughs> you, 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 no. No, of course no. not. It's great food, but also maybe mix in some vegetables, Scoots. Oh, no. That's a, maybe, Scoots. They do have, maybe... They do have fresh Hold on, time out. I ate vegetables uh, one day this weekend. Maybe that's why I got sick, because my body's like, what the hell is this? So what, what vegetable what, was it? Was it, was it corn? It was green beans. Oh, okay. So at least it was green. Mm-hmm. Green beans are good. Huh. I love green beans. But it's been a, been a while since I've had them. So it's probably been a while since you've had a vegetable, isn't it? Yes. I, I just I don't know. Or how you fruit, do it. which by the way, I got a banana today. Wow, so that's, I that's got a huge. Wow, Terry's the only one who didn't. My bring banana's a banana. in the car. I'll get it there in the break. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot to. It's, it's sitting right in the car seat. I forgot to grab it when coming in this morning. Big banana nation. Come oh, on. Yeah. Keep <laughs> in, baby. Oh, we could have we could have a Will Levis banana eating contest. Which, by the way, I've got to talk about Will Levis, but I'm going to tease that later. So oh, okay. the tease before the tease. Ooh, pre-tease. The, the pre-tease. Everybody loves the pre-tease. Uh, all right, this is I, cool. I want to know what the Big X is cooking. Can you So Big smell? X. You may have remembered earlier in the cooking. year we did a pick contest, and then we never heard back from those people, so we didn't get to do the pick contest. This thing is actually happening. Oh. This is a real thing that will happen. Maybe you like Louder Than Life Music Festival. Ooh. Maybe you like the Bourbon and Beyond Music Festival. Ooh, I do. Definitely. You could like both. Both of Both you could of like these one festivals? Of, both of these festivals. You could like one of them. But next week, Roush and Scoots, when I'm on the beach, living life, letting the breeze blow through my hair, have the hair in my toes and the sand in my hair, I cannot wait for you all to give away each day a pass. Oh, that's awesome. To to, all, to both events? 
the winner each day gets to pick the headliner they want to see. Okay. Whether it be in Louder Than Life or, or Bourbon, Bourbon and Beyond. Beyond. Okay, and you get and a one-day so, day like, pass. So, like, Monday, Joe will call in and say, oh, I'm the winner. Okay, I want Bourbon Beyond. I want to see I want to see who's one of the people. Uh, Chris Stapleton. I want to see Chris Stapleton. Hey, right, you got it, Joe. You're the winner. Tuesday. Kenny calls in. Hey, I want to see Metallica. I don't, are they at Louder Than Life? Yeah. Seems like they, they are every they, year. Yeah, <laughs> so really I'm just, just going to Bring him back. All right, Larry. Or what was his name? Uh, Kenny. Kenny, you're in, baby. Did you say Chris Stapleton is your first one? That's Bourbon and Beyond. Yeah, yeah. that's what Joe's seeing. Oh, okay. Kenny's going to see Metallica. Well, he Joe can't go see them. Oh, no. No, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's the big one this year. Wait. Joe was Stapleton's Stapleton. at Bourbon and Beyond. He, that's what he said. Oh. It's Louder Than Life and Bourbon and Beyond. They get it's a pick. Both. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you may as well pull that. up the lineup for each one starting awesome. next week. And if you're, if Roush says, first caller to call in, blah, 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 and you're the first one, have both those lineups up there. And you can say, I want to go see Chris Stapleton. What's he on? Saturday night? Uh, Sunday, Sunday night with the Doobie Brothers. I'm Sunday night, Louder Than Life, or Bourbon and Beyond. Excuse me. We're getting, we're kind of confusing some of these festivals. There's two different festivals. Each one is multiple days. Four days. And if you win, you get to pick which day. You want to go to, and you get it. Boom. So that is starting on Monday. It'll go through Friday. Pick the headliner that they want to see. It's the pick headline, and you may do a trivia contest. It may be a game. It could be random. But you'll be wanting to listen to Kentucky Roll Call. I know it may be hard with me out next week, but definitely (laughs) still do it. Hey, what was that? That's pretty cool. That's an awesome, you know, we don't mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of toys and prizes around these parts, so this will be a nice one. Yeah, I didn't that even is a real- luxury item. I-, I read the email this morning, but I didn't realize it was Bourbon and Beyond as well. I thought it was just Louder Than Life. Yeah, Kings of Leon. That's incredible. Pearl Jam. I know. I wonder if I can, well, since I won't be doing it, I can definitely call in and win. Uh... I already bought tickets, and they're pretty expensive, and I bet I could sell them if I could get a freebie. You didn't, uh, you didn't... Do the whole media pass thing? You never tried that one before? No, I'm not doing. I'm not using not? fake media credentials. It's not fake media credentials. You're real media. You're not covering Bourbon and Beyond. Who says I'm not? You're going there. Just you're just going in there to be get a free. When it ticket. comes when it comes to using a media credential, TJ, it's kind of one of those things you can't have a conscience about. I do, and if, I don't. If I think you media can members are mostly you, losers, so I want to disassociate <laughs> myself from them all the times that I can. So that's why UK Journalism School is disassociating from you. And they're losers, so I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine with me. That, that's that, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Not all media members are losers. Just the one you're sitting them. next <laughs> to. Just a lot of them are. No, you're the exception, buddy. Oh, that's too kind. Um, yeah, the... Uh, it's during football season uh, in September, but UK is playing like Youngstown State and Miami of Ohio, I think, on those two weekends. And you don't have to do the Saturday night. It's if, true. If you win yeah. and you're worried about that, go on Friday, go on Sunday, go and then on Thursday, one of them. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that's sweet. That's going to be a good, that's gonna be a good time. I'm pretty sure they, uh, they did do some construction over there to where you're not just inhaling uh, uh, gravel the whole time. That was a little rough last time. It gets a little hot. At Bourbon little dusty. and Beyond. Yeah, I guess I've never been to Bourbon and Beyond. Well, I guess I've only been to Fort Castle. Yeah, and this is uh, they hold it out by the fairgrounds in an empty lot, but they it was mostly gravel as the surface, and it got really dusty. That'd um, be great for like a country singer. 
Reminds me back of my old gravel roads. <laughs> old gravel roads with my truck and my, my, my silver bullets. I had my high school girlfriend and some beer. They planted a lot of grass, though, so it should be much nicer. Did much y'all nicer ever have to play road. basketball on gravel roads back in the day? Not really. Maybe Man, um, one of the toughest things you could do. At some point, I probably did, but definitely not enough where I remember it. Not exactly. like an actual game, but you know, maybe maybe shot some hoops on it. Right yeah, now, I, think I have gravel. I think at the buddy's lake house, that would be the gravel. Now, when we were at my grandma's, her whole driveway was gravel, and there was a lot of us grandkids, so we would play full on games out there, and it was tough to dribble. You yeah. just you'd slam it down on the ground. It scored off to the left. You'd have to like get it real quick. Oh man, it was crazy. Yeah, and tough. I bet it'd just be tough to see at some points. Yeah, <laughs> backdoor cuts could be incredibly yeah. elusive. <laughs> Didn't even know the ball was heading that way. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh, there was no bounce passing. I would imagine so. Yeah, um, but yeah. So tune in next week, and I, I'm I'm cooking up some special guests to to come in whenever. Yeah, get some people to sit in with you whenever uh, the sports talkers out. I've so. got some names. Oh, if you need help. Not going to get raw on Trevor Kelsey. Can't have that. He won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> have to wake up early. Oh, I say to get back for the time he's missed, Rutherford's got to come pull double duty, sit in here with you. It would I, be great radio. Like, it do. really would be entertaining. Mm-hmm. I did tr- text Trevor Derby morning after he asked me to play some bets for him, and it was an uh, all-time shocker that he texted back at 8.30 a.m. I was like, are you okay? What's wrong? What was he, up with him? He just woke up and couldn't go back to sleep. Mm. Why couldn't he place his own bets? I, I, I don't know. He just he knew <laughs> I was there, so he's like, I'll Venmo you, and then you can place the bets for me. But he has the betting apps. Yeah. I, <laughs> he just wanted a physical ticket, I, so he'll never go to Churchill Downs and cash it? I didn't get a physical it? ticket either. I just put it on my betting app. <laughs> so. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, it doesn't make any sense at all. But you know what? The big guy, he never makes any sense. Not at all. You know what else doesn't make any sense, TJ? <laughs> I want to see where you're going to take this because I had somewhere I was going to go with it. But what else doesn't make sense, Nick Roush? You know, I was actually like trying to figure out what can we talk about. All right, well, I've got. Don't worry about it. <laughs> not, <laughs> I'll, a, I'll bail, not a whole I'll, lot of sports I'll, I'll news on yeah. Tuesday. There we no, go. I do want to know, or have you heard anything new on Zion Childress? Um, I have I'm not. I'm starting to be like, UK, try to do what you can to get this guy. He is um, Texas State defensive back, right? Down to UK, Washington, and TCU, and he's visiting Lexington. I think at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's probably in Lexington uh, right now. Uh, I know that visit started on Tuesday, so I would imagine he spent the night. Maybe, uh, maybe get one more full day before heading out. I'll probably know more uh, tomorrow. Um, but luck it crunched the numbers on set. Like this guy. As much as he doesn't have the the typical pedigree of somebody they take from the transfer portal, he's got a lot of lot of versatility. Um, like it broke down the snaps, he played 356 as a slot cornerback, 250 as a deep safety, and uh, eight out of cornerback. So he can do a lot for you, and I think they like the old Mrs. Kedron Smith as a cornerback. So if you, this gives you a nickel that has a two years of experience at a lot of different spots, and even though the Sun Belt is a significant step down, he's only played. I, I think the thing I like most about this Childress guy is that I mean he was a high school quarterback. He 
was recruited. Uh, they, they tagged him as a receiver on all the recruiting websites, and then he gets to Texas State, and they they put him on defense. So he doesn't have a lot of experience at this spot, and yet he's still been successful. Um, so you've got some time with him uh, to kind of get him right, if you will. And, and so I I think it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, the the one thing here that uh, just connecting some dots, TJ. Chris Collins missed out on – DeCarlos Nicholson flipped on him. And then he had the, the Zah Frazier guy flip on him as well, the other Juco kid. The Livingstone guy was around his – not Livingstone. He was from Livingstone College. Jordan Robinson, though, the D2 guy, he was from around his old stomping grounds. And now he's inviting a former Sunbelt guy. Maybe, maybe he's using his own Sunbelt connects to try to – put a Band-Aid on his problems. They're just like giving him some rope. Go get some guys to try to to salvage some recruiting swings and misses. And, uh, you know, these might turn out better than the recruiting swings and misses. Who knows? Yeah, if, if a little bit more experience in some of these cases and somebody that uh, would help certainly a position of need. And I like the versatility angle of it. Seems like maybe a, a veto replacement if there ever was one, in my opinion. Uh, if you're able to to get Zion, yeah, yeah, uh, and they and they need that. Uh, even though this year Kentucky is going to play more three four base defense with two true outside linebackers in the game, when you play teams like Tennessee, you need to have somebody you can rely on to play in that slot consistently because they're, yeah. they're just going to spread you out all over the place. You need to have that defensive back in there, um, and they really just need bodies. You know, I mean, you you feel good about the numbers you have at safety. But at cornerback and a nickel, there's just not it's not a lot of guys there. They they haven't recruited well out of the high school ranks out of there uh in recent years. So you need to hit the portal and you've got the numbers to play with. So, you know, I'm gonna roll the dice a it's little bit. It's happened with UK before, but the, you could say this about any program, any team, and Scoots, maybe you'd have a, a comparison with an IU season that you were excited about. But it'd be a real shame to just have one position group kind of let down a special season. Where mm-hmm. if it's the offense is clicking, and you you everything looks good, but you just can't stop at other other teams' passing attacks. So you uh, find yourself in shootouts, and you win a lot of those games, and they're fun and exciting. But there's just a few that get away from you. You lose, you know, forty five to thirty eight. You just couldn't get enough stops, and you think to yourself, if you just had a couple different players in the secondary, or are you talking about two extra wins on the schedule, which may mean a conference championship game or top 10 in the college football playoff rankings. So you don't want that to, you don't want one position group be the thing that can sink a really special season. I'll do you one even better looking forward to a season for me last season and then every position group pooping their pants. <laughs> that's, that's true. It can, <laughs> and we it, win you know, two games. It's a, we're, cool. we're, we're talking about if we want this to be really, really special, you want every group to kind of carry their weight. And the two areas right now that we are rightfully – Watching, cautiously watching, would be the secondary and the offensive line. So you hope they're up to snuff because you're going to need those position groups to be yeah. to to do that if if Kentucky's going to have the well, season we think they're going to have. Roush and I'm 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 less worried about the offensive line, but if you look back on Kentucky's two other ten win seasons in the Mark Stoop era and say, oh, well, you probably could have won one more if Terry Wilson if your quarterback position was just better in that Texas A&M game. Like you, that game you should have won, but your quarterback just 
played as badly as he possibly could have. Um, last year, same oh. thing with Tennessee. You just couldn't stop. Uh, your secondary was just getting picked apart mm-hmm. time and time again. So Sometimes with one play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, and it was happening so fast. If you could have just – they ended up getting some stops towards the end, but it still was too little it, too that's, late. That's what made it so, like, just do that earlier. It was like when push came to shove, they t- they tightened up for the most part. Uh, made some plays, got some stops. It was just – why? But you gave up seven big plays. It was the, the first play of the game that they it, scored back on, Back to right? back. Yeah. They scored on one big play, and then the next play, the same exact thing. And, I hate Tennessee. Yeah. And so, but like those, that's the difference between, you know, New Year's Six and Citrus Bowl is having enough quality depth at certain position groups. Uh, and right now, like, the it's, it's secondary, and it might be, it might be defensive line to an extent. Uh-oh. It's not what I like to hear. Shots fired at Justin Rogers. Well, because here's the thing. He's going to stick Chewy on you. I I, I hope he doesn't read. I, I know Anmar Stewart was probably very mad that he saw Justin Rogers in NFL mock drafts for next year as a first-round pick. They did the Trevor Kelsey thing um, where they saw him in their Madden mock drafts. Um, and were like, oh, well, this guy, he must be in there. But I don't think. He, like he has to earn his starting spot first before he can be a first round pick, and so they might be putting the hor- horse before the cart a little bit, or the cart before the horse. Man, I, I did a Trevor Kelsey there too. Damn it, he's infected this stupid radio show. But I, I, I think the thing with the defensive line that I'm just going to throw out there, just to keep in people's minds going into the year, is that this this group has a lot of talent, but they don't have a lot of maturity right now, and some of them need to grow up physically, like. Ribka and Darian Henry Young, they got to get bigger, more stout uh, this offseason. Um, and then the other guys, like I think they, they have what it takes, but doing things consistently, it's so, I mean, it's a freaking grind. And when you're a 21 year old, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're all true juniors now. Um, you know, sometimes it, ta- like it, it takes a little bit of uh, growing pains before you are not taking plays off at practice. And right now they're at the like, you know, we can just mail it in kind of face. Uh, I don't like hear, I don't like hearing that. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's what happens when you're dealing with young kids. It takes a little while to get over that maturity hump. Isn't this Justin Rogers' third year in the program? They're, it's all of their third years in the program, but none that, of them that, have played that, though. That, yeah, but in terms of, I didn't consider myself. I had a different mindset as a junior in college than I did as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, no, and and that's the thing. Is like, it's doing it, different. It's doing it every single day, though. Like I think they know what's needed to be done, but it's a, it's a very boring. Like you've got to go and you got to go out there and work every time. Blah 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 blah. And that's like this is Anwar Stewart's, um, you know, make or break kind of like they need him to get everything they can out of the defense line because the talent's there. There's no doubt about it. But I can I can see a game, TJ, where they just they're playing a ho-hum kind of opponent and they get gashed and pushed around all over the place because they just assume that they were going to go out there and kick their ass. That, you know? That can't be a concern and UK beat Georgia. 
Right. I'm more, I'm more worried about the letdown spot, though. Um, so last year it was Tennessee. You know, sometimes it's Mississippi State. Maybe it's a Missouri. Yeah, I is Missouri worry about, on the road this year? I, it is. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, and you know, we already Missouri, know that. We've talked about it. It'll be 11 o'clock local time start. Gray skies. Kind yeah. of chilly. Missouri stinks. They're, they're going to be one of the worst teams in the SEC this year. But I could see like Kentucky having to do some stuff to pull out. Like, they go and play like crap and drink plays them closer than they should. Yeah. You know, and those are the games that I, I, I worry about because, you know, we've been, we've been snake bit by them over the years the, at Tennessee in 2018, you know. Yeah. I'm just talking over your overall sentiment that, hey, defensive line, we're talking secondary, we're talking offensive line, but defensive line maybe is that next tier of we got to keep an eye out on them. I, I don't like hearing it. I, I think all your points are totally valid, though, and that, that should be a good wake-up call. But if the season's going to be the season we thought, and I think UK's going to have a good chance maybe to get Georgia, they have to be able to play them pretty evenly. And if, you're, if we've got concerns about them, that doesn't seem overly optimistic you, that they could play Georgia evenly in the trenches. You've got to find somebody who can create some natural pressure without blitzing against teams like that. So Darian Henry Young – and Ox, those are my two prime candidates for that spot. Um, like, you've got to – and, and even Rodgers. Rodgers is a run stuffer, and they mentioned that in all those mock drafts. Like, he's a big guy, but he needs to get a little more juice in obvious passing situations, or else Josiah Hayes is going to end up taking a lot of his snaps. That neck. Big old neck. Number 99. Well, we're talking about some of the concerns for UK football. The season doesn't start for several months. We'll have all summer to kind of be nitpicky and talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, we want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Just talking about some of the areas of concern. Not that they definitely will be weaknesses or anything like that, but just things to keep an eye on. And we know this football team has plenty of strengths, as we've talked about a lot this week. Will Levis popping up all over draft boards. And, folks, we talked to you about a future bet with Oscar Shibway. We're going to try to win you some money potentially with Will Ooh. Levis as well. We'll tell you more about that when we return for our numero dose of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin K. So if you ain't got no money, take your belt home. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. The good news is if you missed Taco Tuesday yesterday at Salsaritas, you can still actually get tacos there today. They sell them every day, oh, man. and they're delicious, and they're great, and there's a reason they sell them every day is because they make money on them because they're so good. People want to, to do them and eat them. 
They want to eat them. They want to eat the tacos. The tacos. They, They're delicious. They, they want. They want, they want to do. They want to do the salsaritas experience and eat the tacos. Is is the correct way to phrase that? They have two locations in Louisville: Middletown and St. Matthews. Make sure you download that Salsaritas app. It'll save you time. It'll save you money. And their chips really are wildly addictive. So if you've got an addictive personality, be careful of those bad boys. Be careful. They're great, though. we got to get to the text line. But first, folks, you can't do it in Kentucky. But if you are in a state that allows sports gambling, hurry on over to DraftKings and get Will Levis at six plus 6,000 while you still can for the Heisman Trophy. And Roush was telling me the other day it was plus 10,000. So I feel like a goober for not getting it then. But I guarantee you that it will go down. That's true. That 6,000 will be the best that you're going to be able to get it. Do I think Will Levis is going to win the Heisman? No. But do I want a rooting interest? Yes. Do I think he's going to have a big year? Yes. Do I think it's crazy that he'll put up numbers that will get him some attention? No. Asking myself some easy questions that I already know the answer to. (laughs) That being said, get in on it, folks. Will Levis plus 6,000. Do it. Could put five dollars on it for three hundred. Yeah, yeah. Make up for make up for that rich strike that you didn't hit on Saturday. The what I put on it, they had to be like, we have to review your bet because they want to. They worry about when there's really high odds and a lot of money's being put on something. They're like, what's up with this? They got it. It instantly got approved. I'm sure that there was something like that when um, the other day somebody bet a thousand dollars on the Reds to win the NL Central. What? Yeah, it would pay $75,000. Or maybe... Hey, it, they have won three in a row. Woo-woo! Still 12 oh, wait, and a half games no. back. Two in a row. We lost yesterday. Oh, but we the, covered, winning, the winning we, streak's over? We covered the one and a half. So oh, wow. Suck Big it, surprise. Bruce. <laughs> Huge surprise. Ooh, uh, did you see this, TJ? Did you hear about this? See this year? This? No. The uh, NFL schedule, they're doing the thing now where they just like slowly leak <laughs> it yeah, out. slow drip. Uh, which all, I kind of like. It all comes out tomorrow, I believe. Correct, correct. Um, but the latest in the slow drip, this was unofficial. This is the sources say that one of the Thanksgiving matchups will be the Cowboys hosting the Bengals at 430 on Fox. Would you yeah, like that? I think that's been that, that's been talked about in a lot of places, so I think that's probably pretty accurate. And then another confirmed schedule leak is after that game, Bills at Ravens. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, that is like awesome. that is that is the best doubleheader, and I think the first game is Commanders at Lions. Oh my god! So just you get to you get to sleep in the afternoon, have your have a big lunch. You don't have any football. To, that's family time. Cheer for from, Josh Pascal from noon to four thirty, and then boom at four thirty you get Bengals Cowboys, then Bills Ravens. That's awesome. And then we already talked. What was the Christmas Day game that we were excited about yesterday? Slime time. There's oh, a slime. Yeah. It's a Nickelodeon game. Yeah. Is it Rams in Denver? Yeah, Rams, there we yeah go. Russell yeah. Wilson versus the Rams. That's going to be awesome, too. They're really loading up the holidays. They're like, we know you don't want to talk to family. <laughs> Let us help you out. We're, we're, we're sick of getting you bad games besides Commanders and Lions. Get that, new, get that Thanksgiving game. I'm a traditionalist, but get that Thanksgiving game out of Detroit. Get Detroit out of Thanksgiving, period. That's don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Detroit like, any longer. Why should Detroit be able to play on Thanksgiving? Anymore? Why? Why are it's they? Terrible. What are they thankful for in Detroit anyway? The, the auto cold? industry. Oh, or are they though? 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was trying to think of like a team that's been somewhat successful there lately. Michigan went to the playoff yeah, last year. The Wolverines. It and, would have to, Ann Arbor's just right down the road. It would have to be the Red Wings would be their last like serious good team. No, they haven't been good since the nineties. No, the Pistons. Pistons so, have been good more yeah, recently than the Red. No, the Red. I think the Red Wings won the title in like two thousand eight, which is crazy to say. No way. Well, I know the Red Wings are very bad now. Yes. Oh, oh, I know what horrible. they don't have anything. To, wow, what a great segue! I know what they don't have anything to be thankful for, and that's the whooping they took from Louisville City last night in the U.S. <laughs> Open Cup. <laughs> that was uh, a beatdown. Well, no, it wasn't. It went to PKs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a beatdown. But it was a beatdown in PKs, for all things considered. It that was fun. Detroit had a good crowd there. Uh, it was at Detroit. Louisville City gave up a penalty kick and then scored just a few minutes later, one to one. Went into extra time. Nothing going. And then went to PKs and, and Louisville City won, advancing to the Sweet 16 of the U.S. Open Cup. How sweet it is. And they'll play an MLS team next round. It, is so. there a better soccer team in America? I mean, uh, let's be honest. They're on fire. Louisville City they're is, unbelievable. is hot mm, right now. Unbelievable. But I, I, the U.S. Open Cup or the Open Cup is my favorite thing in soccer not related to the United States national teams. So, so like, you know, the USL is the USL. It's whatever. But the U.S. Open Cup, it matches all, it mixes and matches all the teams in America. Doesn't matter the tier, doesn't matter the level. Theoretically, a group of amateurs, Justin, could win or go and play like the LA Galaxy in a big match. Yeah. You, anybody can kind of work their way up the Open Cup bracket. Well, didn't Louisville, Louisville City beat, didn't they beat two MLS teams last year in the know, tournament? I don't know if it was two or not, but they've played MLS teams, they've beaten MLS teams in this thing. Uh, maybe you're right about that. They've gone far. I think the furthest they've been is maybe – I don't think they got to the semifinals, but I think they got to the quarterfinals. So they're in the round of 16. Is there a name for that, round of 16? Quarterfinals is eight. Sweet 16? No, no, but is there like a – No, because, I mean, even the World Cup, they call a, it the round of 16. A, a measurement? No. Name for it? Okay. They, what's, what's half of a quarter? Uh, well, what's a quarter a half of? A half. Whoa. <laughs> the half rounds? Semis. Semi-quarter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Semi-quarter. So six, the 16th round. Round of 16. <laughs> really is a wacky Wednesday show. Oh. But that was cool. Boing, boing, boing. Um, and they are playing well. And then I'll get an MLS team in their next I round. I do know so. that um, over at Lynn Family Stadium, they're opening the season. It's a home opener for Racing Louisville Saturday. So... They haven't been home yet? No, haven't been home yet. What? Um, well, no, they've been home, but it wasn't regular season okay, play. It yeah. was like the U.S. Women's Open Cup, I, see. I believe. Um, but, yeah, they're they're home this Saturday. And uh, you can get buy one get one free tickets with KSR. So, boom, there you go. That's Bo- nice. Bogo. They had a girl playing for the national team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Is it Nadia or the other? No, she's not American. I think I'll, I'll try to figure it out. Yeah, I just know Nadia Deem's the really good one. Jeez. I still haven't been to a racing game. Been to one Louisville City game, but maybe I'll be able to take Duke to one this year. He He's staying up a little bit later. Yeah, now. the baby's getting old enough where we could probably take her to maybe some games and get her out and about a little bit more. The only problem is it's they're set, they're usually at 7.30, and that's like... It's know. bedtime. It's also smart, though, to have those at 7.30 in the summer just because it's not miserably hot. That's a good point, too. Good or, points all around. Or you just get a babysitter and... You know, mom and dad. All right, hit the town. Exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Let's get to this 
Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're asking people to text in. We're going to read them. The first texter says, The rule of thumb with cats is to have the same number of litter boxes as there are cats, plus one. So it sounds like Trevor is woefully short. Wow. Yeah. you should. I feel like it would. the bare minimum would be at least two cats per one litter box. I feel like if I had a cat, by the way, I've never had a cat. Never had a cat. Same. We had one in college for a brief time. Right. We had one litter box, but it was like literally for a month that we had that cat living indoors. I feel like I'd have two litter boxes, like one upstairs in case it wanted to do its business upstairs, and then one downstairs in case it wanted to do its business downstairs. The fact that Trevor's got four cats in one litter box, that didn't pass the smell test, quite literally. Oof, yeah. And... Now that Texter, we appreciate you you letting us know that. It's very funny that that conversation happened because yesterday I was like, you know, I've been listening to my sports podcast for a while. I need to change things up. You went to Cats podcast. Well, on uh, uh, it's called Stuff You Should Know. I'm a big fan, and they have like 15 minute episodes. They sprinkle in once a week, and uh, one the 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 most recent one was, "Is your house smelly?" question mark And essentially, there's a science to like Trevor's not going to smell his house smelling because he's used to it. You breathe it in so much, your nose gets desensitized to foul smells. So even if your house smells bad, you wouldn't know it just because you're used to it. It Correct. takes about a week of not living in it but for it to reset, and then you'd come back and be like, oh, something's weird here. Yeah, I've always worried if our house is smelly. But I can smell a difference of smell in our house. Yeah. Like if the if something has gone bad in the trash and it's very clear that we need to take this trash bag right. out or whatever it may be. Didn't throw away the bacon grease or something. But each house does have just a unique set smell. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know what mine is. Maybe I'll have to really make a good, when I get back from vacation, to be like, a conscious effort you know, just to like get really a soak in. it all yeah. in and be like, this is the house smell. Because I wish we had names for smells, though. You know, like, because it, it, they're very difficult to describe. That Stinky, good. Th- that's a good point, which makes you just, Shakespeare did it. Should we just make up more words? Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Kelsified for the smell that Trevor Kelsey's house is. Which is Cigarettes cer- and cat pee. Cer- certainly not good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was doing an appraisal on that house was calcified. <laughs> Emily Fox, by the way, is the racing player. Emily the, Fox. Emily nice, Fox, nice. Yeah. What? 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 No, nothing. Texter says, can you imagine having Roush as a lawyer? LMAO, no thanks. I'll take my chances with the freebie. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, here's the thing. You get me in the right setting, you would never know what a big goofball I am. But you instead you'd get me in the radio setting and all you're getting is goofball. Sorry. I, I think it would depend on what the case was, if I would take Roush or not. Yeah. I'm, well, uh, the case is you... Like, if it involves a racing horse, I will take Roush. <laughs> if it involves Kentucky football in some way, shape, or form, I might take Roush. If it involves anything else, I'll take Roush. So not, not like an injury. Like, if somebody gets hurt at work and they need to file oh, a cop claim. If I need an injury attorney, yeah, I'm not coming to you. Sorry, what, Yeah, what if you get a DWI on a bird scooter I am going to get Bonite's attorney. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm going to do. Text on into the Thornton sex line, 502-414-1450. Sports talker is set on Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC this summer. He may be right, but it's definitely 
one of the only ones talking about this. I'm not I'm not saying it's happening. I just want somebody from the SEC to say it's not going to happen. I know we've got it's over this route. Stone, I yeah. know that you're saying it's dumb and watch us get to like August and say this, but I think once baseball season ends, you're going to hear more about this. Texas and Oklahoma don't want to be in the Big 12 any longer. The SEC doesn't want to wait to bring them in. But those schools also don't want to get completely hosed by officials in their conferences, and they're worried about that. And there may be some legality aspects to have to keep things kind of quiet. But they don't, they're not staying until 2025. So if, they're, if you're going to go early, why wouldn't you go now? Why wait? Like, I, I don't think the... Um... I don't think the buyout number for them leaving or staying is going to change. But I think what it could be, TJ, why we might see it glass through this season, I believe, am I not mistaken, that this is the last SEC on CBS season? Next year ESPN gets that, 2023? Is it confirmed it's going to ESPN? It's confirmed it's going to ESPN. I just don't know what year. Such a bummer. Um, I haven't really like processed that SEC and CBS are parting ways. Oh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to suck. Um, and certain, who's CBS getting Big Ten? Uh, that that's they're in talks of it because the Big Ten contract is going to be up soon. So they're thinking it's going to be partially CBS, partially Fox. Um, so my theory that is that they're waiting to buy out Texas and Oklahoma's Big Twelve departure thing until they go to ESPN. And now that I look it up, it's 2024. So it would be just a year early. I don't think they'd wait that long though. I mean, I didn't think they would wait till I pass last year. Like, what's well, the point? Well, they couldn't of, do last year. I mean, they just I, logistically they, speaking. I, yeah, it, I yeah. Think, TJ said from the beginning it'll be this. Year. But I'm not. I only said that because like every expert and people like in the know were mm-hmm. like, "Do not expect this to go past 2022." Like, they're gonna work out a buyout. They're gonna work out a buyout. Everybody's. They're not. Big Twelve doesn't want them. They don't want to be in the Big Twelve. They're gonna work out a buyout. And it's not that people are not saying that anymore. Well. They are not saying that anymore. They're not saying anything. They're like the national media isn't even talking about it in the slightest. Right, I wish right. like somebody would come out and say it's maybe they don't know. And also remember how quietly this happened, Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC? Oh yeah. Like came out of left field. Yeah, nowhere. <laughs> Couldn't also a departure. Hey, yeah, we had to, we everybody kind of knew it was happening, but they were staying quiet about it and it wasn't official until it was official, but but it is weird that they're like promoting the football schedule. They're promoting road games, tickets, home games, all that stuff. That would seem to make you think that they're set on no Texas and Oklahoma. But if they didn't, but if they didn't know, they wouldn't just be sitting back and not promoting those tickets. You know, I guess it'd just be business as normal. And if they have to make changes, they'll make changes. It'll be a headache for folks. But what can you do? When do the college get schedules come out? They've College schedules out. are out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then what? Then what the hell are we doing? That's the thing. We're Just, gonna we're gonna go back and change all that now. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't it. be. I'm I'm kind of on both sides here. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they came out and all this has been hush hush. Come out one day during the summer and be like, all right, it's official. Texas and Oklahoma are in. That's what I think is going to happen. But then it's like, what do you do with the schedules at that point? Well, you know? what Roush is about to say is true. Yeah. You were able it to do be, it with the pandemic. Yeah, you can change. They, they, it was yeah. in August. They That's had true. like two months' notice before the season started. It even maybe, maybe not even that long. I just remember being very mad when they did the schedule reveal because, for whatever reason, that day we had blocked off a, a pool party or just a pool afternoon at a friend's house, 
And it was like, at a moment's notice, they just announced the schedule was coming out. And I'm sitting there by the pool, and I'm like, you sons of guns. You couldn't have made this like a huge – you couldn't have teased this I was and made it a whole lawn. big thing. I was so angry. I was mowing the lawn, and I was super pumped about it. I was like, this is going to chew up an hour like nothing. But they went to UK's like second or something or third. Well, they went week by week. Oh, is that what they did? There was It was week by week, which I didn't mind, but I was still just very annoyed oh, that it what it was was, like, UK had just – it was, like, all, you started with Auburn, and then, like, what was it, week four was Alabama, and week five was, like, Florida mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. It was just – it was so top-loaded that I was like, oh, my gosh, I got to see what everybody's <sighs> saying about this. Right, right. Um, that was fun. Hell, if you got to do that again and add Texas and Oklahoma, mm. the drama of scheduling is always good television. The World Cup got when they were did their draw, it was a I'm huge. Sure, people are going to be watching the hell out of that NFL schedule release tomorrow. By uh. the way, who Louisville City will play in the round of sixteen? That is drawn tomorrow night. Speaking of draws, okay. Draw. Uh, Let's draw another text from the tech. Ta- what if we did just draw them out of a little bucket or something like fun. that? It would be fun. But instead, we read them all, baby. We'd have a fireman's hat. That's the most fun thing to draw. And how we'd end up getting out of order. Somebody sent somebody that sent like three texts in a row, we'd read the third one first. And then we'd be like, what the hell was he talking about? <laughs> well, well, here's your explanation in the bucket. That would add to the mystery of it. The wife and I, when we have free time and we just want to watch like a random movie, not one of the shows that we're watching or something like that. We'll do, she'll pick two or I'll pick two or we'll pick three and we'll put them in a hat and draw. Mm. And just what movie it is is what movie it is. But what I do for mine is I'll put like, I'll put my movie, but then also in like parentheses, put like, and make a milkshake. And and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I only wrote that on one and that's the one that it was. That's fate. We got to make a milkshake. (laughs) Have you all watched Meltdown on Netflix yet? What is that? No. When I was when I was down and out, I got to watch that the past couple of days. <laughs> um, it's about the Three Mile Island meltdown, nuclear reactor. So if you watch Chernobyl, it's a lot like Chernobyl. I watched Chernobyl, but it's in it's on American soil, so it's pretty cool. Is it dramatized or is it like a documentary? Does it have the band uh, a little of both? A little bit. A little of both. both. Okay. It's not as dramatized as Chernobyl. Does it have mumbo jumbo? Uh, that you don't understand? No, like climate change mumbo jumbo. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, not that I recall. Okay, good. Although he was a little out of it when he watched. Well, it, and and that stuff doesn't really affect me like also, it does. Also, it was other made people. in 2004. Yeah, was right? it really that's meltdown? What it, that's what it says on the old Google. That's incredible. That's really good. Okay, maybe maybe that's a different meltdown. It's made by Netflix. Yeah, this must be a different one. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Who knows? It's nebulous. Yeah, if it's a Netflix original, it wasn't made in 2004. No. <laughs> Texter says, listening to the podcast, in regards to the Levis talk, we honestly cannot take Nick's summer take seriously. Oh, my gosh. Remember in the not-so-distant past, Nick said Terry Wilson was the best returning quarterback in the SEC? So with all this talk, you have to take it with a major grain of salt. Mook, hey, um, take out that big old suck it of yours and suck it. Also, yeah, like I'm going to have some wild takes in the summer. There's no point in not having them. Uh, my that fav- one was just that one even was just too much. It was a little too much. Oh, I took an inch and ran with a mile with it. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. But I've also had the take too that like, do bowl games even matter? Does anybody care about winning bowl games? It was a very dumb take. But hey, we we make a lots of them, and we're not going to be batting a thousand. Uh, and I I don't think you can compare. The will have uh, we we just have a lot more uh, a lot larger sample size 
uh, in regards to Will Levis and a lot more evidence backing up support for Levis. Like nobody was really talking about Terry Wilson other than I was just getting excited about what he could potentially be. Um, but unfortunately, that potential never came to be. He wasn't quite the same after his knee injury. I think he struggled with confidence. I would just say that. I would say I was going to be right until he got hurt. Oh, there we go. That's a good call. And hey, he's uh, he's at Cowboys rookie minicamp. Got an invite there. So shout out, Terry. Unless you said that when he was coming off the injury season. I think he was coming off the injury season. Ooh, it's tough. Yeah. You know, can't win them all. A texter says, Justin, I'm disappointed you didn't spit some fire game to the honeys at Churchill Downs because, my goodness, the amount of literal smoke shows was out of this world. Thank goodness <sighs> I brought sunglasses. I mean, so- Palmy bro, you always show up to a racetrack with sunglasses. You always show up to a racetrack with cash in your pocket. Yeah. Like, what? Sunglasses was a must, but he's right. There were so many smoke shows. I do have a, a somewhat funny story. So, I... Not to sound too corny or anything, but I literally saw the w- girl of my dreams um, at the track on Saturday. <laughs> was behind her in line to get a drink at one point. She was talking to some some stranger lady she, she had met. So they were talking. So I didn't want to interrupt. About an hour later, I'm in another drink line. She's behind me this time with her mom. And I'm like, all right. I was like, this is fate. If I see this girl again, I'm, I'm definitely talking to her. And then, never saw her again. Wait, wait, no. The fate was seeing her the second time. You no, think no, no. Well, it not, only took twice. Well, you you want me to mac on a girl when she's times. next to her mom? Come on, Nick. You what? You, Come you, on. You, you flirt with the mom too. That's what I should have done. Yeah, just flirted did. with just flirted, flirted with only the mom. Exactly. And then she'd <laughs> want you more. I mean, Scooter. I'm. You know, I I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I, I don't know. How, I forgot how to do this thing, y'all. What if this would have been a love connection? The love been. connection. And you know where she was from? Florida. There was my ticket back. Scooter. There was my ticket back. Scooter, scooter, (laughs) scooter. Always next derby, though. Yep. Yep, it's true. There's always next derby. Track's not going anywhere. Scoots ended a Tuesday show with Karma Chameleon Air one, or Car Car Karma Chameleon once, and it ruined my entire day. That song is only for Fridays. (laughs) I don't think I ended the show we were, with it, but I definitely sent, played it on a day that wasn't Friday. This was sent into the Rutherford show. We were talking about your music selections. And <laughs> I've, heard, like, I heard, I've I, heard you the past couple better days. better than him? And I was like, you're, you're, you got a higher ceiling, you got a lower basement. You said you said my music selection is much more average, which I, I agreed with. Yeah, I don't think you have misses. I'm like safe. You've, you've, I play it safe. Yes, absolutely. You, you will. You don't really play a song that I haven't heard in a while that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a great song. Where sometimes Trevor would do that, or you'd hear a song that you'd never heard that's, before. That's on you like, that's then. That's on you then because I play some ones that take you back all the time. I do also need to not apologize, but say I'm being tougher on you because I think that I don't have great like music taste for what it's worth. My wife hates my music taste. All things considered. <laughs> I don't I'm not I don't really care for hers if we're being totally honest, but I'm pretty basic in the sense of like I'm not gonna find a new song. I will find a song that like people have probably been listening to for months and I'll be like, that's a good song. Yeah. So I you don't really need to take it from me, buddy. I'll just say <laughs> that much. Because I probably don't have great music taste. It doesn't affect me for what I know it's worth. I I know it doesn't. That's why we've got to... could you imagine somebody sensitive well, there are a bunch of sensitive people in radio, but doing radio with us <laughs> wouldn't be good. Wouldn't last. I'm no. out of here. 
Yeah, it would. It it would get ugly. Pick your own damn music. Yeah. Uh, Texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Now that Portnoy is firing Marty Mush, maybe Reeves will get more involved in the college basketball content. That would be great for them. Oh, Wait, is that the latest? What? This is news to me. Uh, TJ and I did have a brief discussion about this after the show yesterday. Uh, we, uh, I, I don't think we're barstool. Uh, we aren't their number one fans. It's not like one of my buddies who wears their swag all the time. I'm not but anti-Barstool. We, I just don't really consume a lot of their content. Yeah, you watch the dozen. I'll listen to part of my take. Correct. And then I'll kind of, you know, keep up with things from afar. I love afar. reading what Bobby Regan does, but I'm a college basketball guy, so yeah. I, do, I do that naturally. So it makes sense. Um, but the the latest drama they had was, I mean, it was quite a lot of drama um, where um, – a love triangle, if you will. And I, I didn't know. Is, is this true? Have you found any? Um... I don't know if that's true or not. But anyways, what, some co-work, one co-worker was dating another co-worker. And then, For years. Lived together. Yeah. Um, and, and they split up, and now she's dating another co-worker. And uh, there's speculation of, you know, when did they start seeing one another and blah, 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 blah. It really... I don't think I don't I certainly don't think it's fake. It it seems one hundred percent real. But if you were going if you were Barstool and you were trying to just create more content and more clicks and more mm-hmm. more eyeballs to the website and podcasts and downloads and all that stuff, boy, fell right into your lap. What a controversy. Because like <laughs> everybody knew Hank and Rhea were right. dating. For a long time. And, and then boom, just out of the blue, you're gonna be like, not only are they not together. They're dating somebody else and, in that office. And also, he's kind of a and they look slime pretty, ball. And they look pretty similar to one another. <laughs> yeah, like she's got a bad taste in men. And I, they're pretty average, which gives average men all across the globe <laughs> yeah, hope. a shot of confidence. I would not have guessed that that one was Marty. Yeah, he like he opens his mouth and I can't stand him. I, and to the texter's point, it, it, it disappoints me that uh, Riggs isn't – he's their main college basketball blogger, but they don't ma- – He's not their main podcaster, and he should be. He's got hmm. good takes. Okay, a texter's helping us out. We don't normally jump ahead on the text line, okay, but okay. Uh, this texter says, not being fired, that'd be illegal, just not renewing his next contract could be a shot for Riggs to grow. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, that'd be great. I would say that uh, this Portnoy texter right now is the leader in the clubhouse for the Jared Lorenzen towel. I would say that, I would that say That sparked so, yeah. a conversation that came out of nowhere, and uh, – was it a good conversation? Who knows? We'll leave that for the but fans. But intriguing. We've got love triangles and major media outlets. All right. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call comes up next here on Big X Sports Radio. How much have you had to drink, man? Oh, how much have I had to drink? Hey, how many pots have you smoking? What are you talking about? Oh, how many times have you gone to the bathroom in your life? Let me ask you that. You know what? You don't have an answer for that, do you? Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. We get pictures of the baby when she's at daycare. Just got a cute one. You see it? Look at that. Oh, what a cutie. Pretty cute. Oh, her hair's not all... I, I liked seeing the disheveled hair pictures of Lucy because it's like, oh, that's little TJ. See, I liked 
I liked the pictures this weekend, TJ, where y'all had her hair in a ponytail. Yeah. I thought that was super. That, cute. That's her. Uh, that's what we do with her. I mean, it's really the only thing we can do with yeah. her hair. Really, um, that's what we do most of the time, just to get it out of her eyes and out of her face. But Roush is right. Some days it's just too <laughs> it's crazy, the, it's too the TJ wild. Mess. Yeah, yeah it's I great. got that going on right now. By the way, is, I need to go um, home and take a shower. Have you figured out how to do the ponytails yet? I mean, yes, but not as good as the wife does it. Right, right. right. Mine's a little looser. Not as much hair. Yeah. And then it seems to go. But a looser. So maybe I haven't figured it out. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> text on into the Thornton's text line. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 502-414-1450. Want to remind you that Kentucky Roll Call goes 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. Replay of the show, 9 to 11. So if you missed the first hour, just keep it on the Big X. And you'll hear it wherever you're listening now. It'll It'll stay on again. If your schedule is kind of weird or you can't listen, we we know probably the majority of KRC listeners are listening through the Cornbread Hemp podcast, Nick Roush. Yeah, yeah. The Cornbread Hemp is the best um, all-organic, full CBD products. Whether you're dealing with a little extra stress, uh, got some aches and pains, especially after walking around the track all last week, or maybe you're uh, trying to get back in shape. Get that summer bod going, cornbread hemp, make it a part of your remedy. That CBD will ease some of those aches and pains, try out those extra strength gummies, and use promo code BIGX for 30% off checkout at cornbreadhemp.com. That's right, 30% off by using promo code BIGX at cornbreadhemp.com. We love it. You will as well. A texter, 502-414-1450. Hey, oh, this is a long one. From Brad from Bellbrook. Brad with a long one. Here to explain the reasoning for my Lynn Bowden take. Sorry if it's long. Part of my reasoning is that Lynn quite literally scored in every way possible for the Cats, receiving, rushing, passing, and returning. Probably save what could have been a three-win season for switching to the toughest position in football and absolutely excelling in the most talented conference. Not to mention, in 2018, Lynn was a major reason we beat Missouri, the late punt down punt return, Florida, the deep post, and Penn State, another punt return, which was instrumental to having the first 10-win season of my lifetime. His pass to win the Belk Bowl, in my opinion, was bigger than any play Wondell made because he changed the play at the line of scrimmage and threw a game-winning touchdown after already running for over 200 yards to ruin Bud Foster's farewell game. Plus, he punched a dude in the face before the game, which is also pretty badass. Either way, they both leave UK fantastic legacies, but I just think Lynn edges him out. The, the, the legend of Lynn Bowden is certainly larger. I think when Lynn left Kentucky, I, I was thinking to myself, like, it's going to be harder for me to find a UK player I liked more than Lynn Bowden or enjoyed watching more than Lynn Bowden. And then, sure enough, here I am with Wandell. So maybe I am just a prisoner to the moment to some degree because, Brad, I think you convinced me, to be honest with you. And you're pretty spot on. What would have a three win season have done to Kentucky's progress? And you would have been able to say injuries, 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 injuries. Sure. You could make excuses for it. But at the end of the day, recruits may see that. Fans may not want to renew tickets. More heat on stoops. Maybe coaches are looking to leave. I, You never know. I, I'm taking some dramatic examples there. But you don't know. It wouldn't have been good. I know that. When this thing keeps moving forward and moving forward, at some point there's probably going to be a step backwards. I'm not talking about if UK won nine games this year. I wouldn't consider that a step backwards. Mm-hmm. Quite literally it would be. I'm talking about at some point Kentucky's going to have a stinker of a season. It happens. It happens even with the big boys. Some time. Not a lot, but from time to time it can. I don't want that to happen because I don't know what that's going to do. And Lynn Bowden did save that from happening in 
the most unpredictable but predictable way. We knew exactly what Kentucky mm-hmm. was going to do when Lynn Bowden was playing quarterback, yet I had no idea it was going to work so well. <laughs> no clue. And it did. Kentucky was – you, you win that Tennessee game, and what, they only lose one game with Lynn Bowden as the starter? Mm-hmm. And it's that one in Georgia where they were tied at the half? Yep. Pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and, and that was when Rodriguez dropped that touchdown, too, in the end zone. As easy as a touchdown would probably get for him. Yeah, And he's yeah. had some easy ones. Man. Lynn Bowden. Did, doing great, things. Great, great text. It was long, but good points all around. Mm-hmm. I think you've convinced me. Uh, and you had it for more years than just the one for one. Right, day. right. That's true. That's true I'm, I'm back. I'm back on the Lynn train, Brad. Thank you. Although you do got to give Wandale a good amount of credit for that Florida because that touchdown he had against them was – he was unbelievable too. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's it's nice to have. Ooh, so after Randall Cobb to Benny Snell, there was a stretch there. It's like, well, who would finding you your playmakers? Yeah. He had juice, and that was about it. He was nice. You know, JoJo was a lot of fun, but, but he right, had his right. limitations. And I'm uh, I'm I'm doing a summer series where we kind of look back on. This will be Mark Stoops' tenth season at Kentucky. Kind of hard to believe. So doing a retrospective, and when I think about like some of the top plays. Lynn and Wandell account for like half of them. I will say Boom was very enjoyable early on. That touchdown to start the season was against Lafayette. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. When the clock didn't work. Uh, admitted, <laughs> admittedly, was not in my seat by that point. And we we heard the roars and we were like, well, we missed a touchdown. His touchdown was, like, I wonder Florida if that was, was the first freaking play. incredible, too. The, the back play. and forth and overtime. That was great as the well. The beginning of the Stoops era, tailgates were just some of my most fun Lexington memories. And that's saying something spending four years. But I'm talking like 15, 16. Back when ah, you'd get you'd get a room up there for the night and just go to town. There was a good, yeah, yep. Go out on the town. Yeah, that's what I said. Go out on the town. Do any of y'all live close to a UFO, giant knife, and an elevated airplane? Also, there's a giant fork and spoon a few miles apart in Simpson County. One of the craziest the, things I've ever seen. It's it's a very bizarre picture. There's a lot put, going on. Where is that? Simpson County. I don't know where though. I've never I've never heard of this. Yeah, but like what yeah, where is it in Simpson County? What's it is it like the, It's by the, um, the UFO park? <laughs> it's very bizarre though. What well, and and the reason would be Oh, is that where they found like saw the UFO? Is that like where the little I thought that was in Western Kentucky. It's it's Simpson by the Simpson County is Western Kentucky, not Simpsonville. Simpson County is Franklin where I got that Joker Phillips is yep. easily gotcha. right easily on the Tennessee mistaken. border, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I my mind went to the wrong one. Kentucky has that with a freaking ton of counties and uh-huh. cities, and uh I've messed it up. Ooh. Oh, that is where I think they saw the little green men. I wonder if that's the exact spot. That's pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. All right. I love this next text. I like that. I like that text though. Because uh I think this one could be our best fodder. All right, fellas, give me some Kentucky staycation oh. ideas and locations. They knew what they were doing when oh, they sent yeah. this. This, by this the is way. a good one, uh, and here is a here's one that can be a fun uh, uh, kind of bourbony one. There's a new concert venue uh, just outside of Bardstown around Lebanon. It's the Amp at Dant Crossing. Uh, Have you ever th- been? Uh, my parents have been, and it's apparently. Can you awesome. recommend something you've never gone to? Yeah, because I've seen pictures of it. It's very nice. And they have big enough acts like um, just some upcoming Sarah Evans, Lee Bryce, Tracy Lawrence. Those are just a few names. They, they get some bigger ones. The dude's originally from Nashville, so he knows a lot of country artists. But like, you could do a 
bourbon tour during the day. You eat at the the place at night. You go to the concert and you stay there. That's a nice like. That's a full Saturday, you know. Um, so there's one. If you want a, a trip with kids, I think it'd be fun to do the Mammoth Cave, Kentucky Down Under, uh, slash maybe Dinosaur World combo. Uh, I was yeah, Dinosaur World. You can skip that. I was gonna suggest Mammoth <laughs> Cave though. That's pretty cool, and kids like it. And that's another thing, Texter. Is this more kids or is this more adults? I would recommend Louisville for a day. Go to the Science Center. Uh, the History Museum is really cool as well. Mm-hmm. I suggest a, a good old ride on the Bell of Louisville. It's cheap and easy and kids like that. And then also, if you're just looking for like nature walking around, it's not in Kentucky, but the Falls of the Ohio State Park is really sweet as well. That's yeah, nice yeah, as well. that is so very nice. That, you, those are things you could cross off in the Louisville area. Roush hits you with uh, some a little outside of the city. I would say, too. The this, aquarium in northern Kentucky I've heard great things about. Yeah, I've never a, been a, personally. It's probably like two hour, a uh, two-hour go through. You have gone. Right? Yeah, we yeah. went with Duke uh, over the summer. That's a good, it's a good day trip. Um, if you want to do just like a cheap weekend, uh, the state parks, Barron River and uh, Lake Cumberland are both really nice. Like Barron River, they have a beach right there and a nice lodge and stuff. Yeah, you can and, never go wrong with a lake either. And 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 the thing that's nice about Lake Cumberland, they have an indoor pool, so if it's a rainy day, your kids have something to do. Here's um, that we went there a lot. Here's mine. If you like things made out of wood, here would be my perfect day. <laughs> Got to go to the Bat Museum. Start in Louisville at the Bat Museum. Overrated, although yesterday was the well, birthday of the it's Louisville it's overrated Slater. because we've always lived in this area. For someone that's outside the area, yeah, it might yeah, be really really cool. It's kind of cool to see it all. So they have some cool stuff. So start there, then you can work your way over to the Ark Encounter. And then after the Ark Encounter... I would love to go to the... I'm going to the Ark Encounter someday. I don't know when it is, but I've got to check out that place. After the Ark Encounter, slide on down to Bernheim Forest and see the Giants. Boom! What a day. Bernheim Forest, by the way. What Are you getting on Sam Terry's History of Kentucky website? No, I'm just, I just know those things. Isaac W. Bernheim established Bernheim Arboretum. 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 I was going to go Arboretum. Arboretum. And research for us and created the foundation to management on this day in 1929. Wow. So Bernheim Forest on this day. And then yesterday was the birthday of May 10, 1884. Baseball player Pete Browning got three hits with a new bat. He asked a Louisville furniture maker, J. Andrew Budd Hillrich. Hillrich, yeah. To help him. He called it the Fall City Slugger, but the (laughs) newspaper in town called it the Louisville Slugger. And Ooh, in wow. 1891, it was known as the Louisville Slugger. Blah blah blah. It was probably best for branding. That Ten it years later, became it uh, Louisville Slugger instead of. You don't Fall think City the Fall Slugger. City Slugger would have? Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. If, if imagine that being that today, Barry Bonds that'd be great. His Fall City Slugger. <laughs> Although I don't think he used a, a Louisville Slugger. It rolls off like the tongue or something. But it also people wouldn't know that Fall City is Louisville. But maybe that would make Louisville more well-known to be called Fall City. People in Louisville don't even know Louisville's Fall City. I th- you don't think so? No. Do you think they just think that beer is like an out-of-town beer? I just think Probably it's some just-off-the-cuff name for a I brewery. think Fall City is, is a good beer. Yeah, yeah but I also like I think that – I think Fall City is a cool name for a city. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know that it's common knowledge that people know that They call it the Louisville. Derby City probably before. Yeah, I think Derby sure. City has kind of like pushed Fall City out of – popular terminology because yeah, in the 20s like fall it was louisville was like fall city and then is that because there was a lot of waterfalls 
Are you being serious, Clark? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Falls of the Ohio. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, well, I mean, yeah, Louisville. so that's a waterfall. It, yep. it, well, kind of. It's, Louisville became a popular <laughs> town because you couldn't travel your boats through there. You'd right. have to park them yeah, yeah. and then go around the falls and then. Learned that at a bourbon tour once. Yes. Louisville's got a pretty cool history. It but does. they the city does virtually nothing to promote it or embrace it or talk about it. Um, but they have those signs up, but. Most of them are damaged or whatever. A texter says... Oh, it's John here. Oh, it's John. Hey, John. Good morning, everyone. Hey, question. That's a good... That's another good text. You got us talking about Kentucky staycation ideas. I, I like the staycation. Good text. morning, everyone. Hey, question, guys. All the talk about rivals and schedule changing for football. Who do you think our biggest rival is right now? Sometimes I feel like it might be Tennessee, but I also feel like it's a combination of teams. I would say Tennessee, South Carolina, Florida. Am I wrong? And that contest for Big X Radio is awesome. You guys are simply the best. Simply the best. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. If you missed it, next week we'll be giving away passes every day to Bourbon and Beyond or Louder Than Life. So make sure you will be listening to Kentucky Roll Call. I will not be here, but I will be listening because I'll be trying to win some tickets. I'll make a fake name. Mike Concho. (laughs) I do think that Tennessee, just in general, has usurped Louisville as Kentucky's biggest rival in everything, especially because they're beating us in basketball. You know? Well, they're even and you know, things are kind of even in basketball. But they're winning games. And we don't like it. No. Yes. Grant Williams, suck it. Um, Folky, suck it. Yep, yep. Josh Heupel, suck it. You bozo. Have you ever seen a flattering picture of Josh Heupel? Neither is he. Wow. So it's, it's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a doofus, a dingus, a loser. I think UK's biggest rival is still U of L. Even though it's lost a little bit of its juice, but it's all it's it's all subjective. Well, who's the biggest rival to you? That's everybody has their own personal answer. Living in the city of Louisville, I would be surprised if it ever changes for me. But Tennessee is more of a rivalry now, at least in my opinion. But people that grew up in the southeastern part of the state, it's always been Tennessee. It'll always be Tennessee. I imagine that'd be incredibly obnoxious. All right, TJ, would like to clear up my transfer portal position you've been critical of in the past. I am for transfers overall, especially if a coach that recruited a kid gets fired or leaves. I'm against it for kids shopping for better deals like the Miami basketball sisters. Also against it when kids sulk because they're not getting minutes. We teach our young kids to stick it out on a team, even if they're unhappy on the bench. Do we just stop that once they turn 18? Do we really teach our kids to stick it out if they don't if they're unhappy on the bench? The thing you gotta understand though is like you aren't everybody's parent. Nobody is. The government's definitely not also, our parents as much as they try to be. Why would you be against the the TikTok girls from Fresno State transferring to Miami to make more money? Like that's that's going to help their careers better long term living in Miami than being in Fresno as influencers. Like wait that's Tech- a, huh. Texter, I think, I mean, overall, I don't disagree with, like, your sentiment and people don't stick it out and all this stuff. But this stuff has been going on forever. Like, there's always been people that think they deserve more playing time. Now you just add a whole different category of financial, a legal financial obligation, and people just have to look out for number one. And you're right. Some people that are leaving because they're whining or they're not getting playing time, they don't work out. There's that number going around where it's like, what, 30% of the people that don't enter that enter the transfer portal don't end up at a new place? Yeah. They just are not in athletics anymore? Really? 
Yeah. yeah, and well, some that, of the times they just go by. It may not be thirty percent. It could be higher, it could be lower, but it's a number that would get your attention. It's I promise high. you that. And so there are there are people too that transfer, and then that's kind of it for them. But and there's just people that transfer that are headaches, and then the people that are so happy to welcome them with open arms, they realize instantly they've made somewhat of a mistake. Water finds its level in that regard. You can only control the things you can control. And if people want to go make a better living or get more money, they have every right to do so. My my big thing though, I just. If I'm most of the people that are hopping in the transfer portal, it's their last chance to play sports in their lives competitively for the most part. And making a rule, taking a rule away or something and saying this rule is dumb just because of the 1% of people that are using it the way you don't like it. No, Dante Allen, if I was Dante Allen, I would want to go to Western too. You only get so many chances to play basketball. Mm -hmm. I just want to – practicing and sitting the bench stinks. It might be fun as a freshman or something if the team's really good. And some people don't have an issue with it at all. If they're in a place they like, they're happy, they're being coached by a coach they like, they're teammates they like – there, some people are more patient with it. But you're right, Roush. People have that exact same mindset yeah. of, like, I've only got a few more years of eligibility left. I want to be on the floor for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with difference of opinions and that stuff. I know everybody probably mostly agrees with that. If the Football Cats win total is set at 8.5, you guys like that over, yes. I like the over 8. I don't know about 8.5 because you can't get a push. I'd it's, still, I mean, if you it, have to pick, though, I, I think you, it's more likely UK wins nine games than, than under 8. Or 8 or uh, fewer. Yeah, probably. Just my opinion. Yeah. It, it's it, it'll probably be right I, around there. I though. just like the eight because of the the push factor. Like worst case scenario, you're getting your money back. That, that gives you the bowl game, right? No, no, only not, regular it's not, season. It's not regular season. To, okay. but yeah. I, you got four out of conference games, and then boom, you go five and three in the SEC. You're hitting the nine total. Yeah, done it before twice in the last four years. They can certainly eight, do that again. Eight and a half with the bowl game. I feel good about. Without the bowl game, it's a little sketchy. I still would – again, it's a good number. It's got it is a great number, yeah. Roush Flint is probably pretty thankful for clean drinking water. Well, they're not <laughs> in Detroit. It's not Detroit. Yeah. That is pretty wild. And also – that Drinking water issues for so long. I still think they are having they, some issues. They haven't fixed that yet. No, I think it's they, fixed in some parts, but I don't think it's fixed entirely. Because I saw something recently where it was like a like – Hey, we're, half like 60 minutes, minutes was like, we're going back to Flint, and they were still giving out jugs of gallons of water. Because then still didn't have clean drinking water. Yeah, there was a sixty minutes on it that kind of detailed it because I was just like, why can't some billionaire just be like, I will build a whole new water system? Is more well, about something the pipes. With just the pipes and yeah. like all that. Yeah, that are corroding and can't. It's easier to fix a water treatment plant than it is to redo all the pipes. Build a new Flint, like you know, you at that rate, if if it's still this much of a hassle, just move everybody out of there, build new and. I know it's not all that easy. That was the plan for Gary, too, and look at it. They actually were going to build a new Gary? I mean, they were going to redo it, yeah. Now just nobody lives there. Nope. Gonna redo it's horrible. It. Yeah. Texture says, I just envision Roush as the South End Eric C. Khan, and we'll be chuckling about it all day now. I really want to see that, but it's on Apple TV+. Plus and, uh, I, may, I may watch it. I don't I know. I can't splurge to get Apple+. Plus. <laughs> Oh, maybe I get some uh, like a free thing since I got a new iPhone. I did that for a while. My wife got Bobby it. Bobby Regan just tweeted out, "Challenge All Star Three season starts tonight." I forgot about that. Yeah, I saw a, br- a commercial for that yesterday. And we got uh, well Survivor night. We got Survivor Wednesdays are back, baby. Woohoo! Just what we need to get through this summer summer slowness. 
Scoots, I was at Nowhere Bar the other day, and I saw a lady with a kid named Dingus. Is this related to that contract? was in the contract. We couldn't talk about it, so I can't confirm or deny. It was also, a, the contract it was, never hopefully got wasn't signed. No, NDA. Yeah, you never <laughs> signed it, right? That's right. I forgot to add that part to the story. Oh, that's one of the oh, best. We're doing banana that's shots? one of the banana best parts time. of the story. Roush's banana shot. Oh, just oh, short. TJ oh, made my You did not make it. What do you, I, mean, I did not make it. Yes, you, I made you it. You made it, but their rebound went everywhere. No, there was a few little of like the stringy parts that. that oh, the stringy parts. Yeah, that's a, a 100% make. Are you going to save that for Douglas to clean up, or are you going to clean it up? We're going to clean it up. The show's almost over. I'm going to let Douglas pick it up. Are you going to shoot your shot? I already made mine. I dunked it. First time uh, in my life, I actually had a dunk. Convenient. Of course, sure. Convenient. <laughs> uh, who do you all want to give the Jared Lorenzen towel to? I like the staycation tax. Yeah, when you make your way up to Louisville for your Kentucky staycation, come get this towel, buddy. Because it's yours. You did it. Yeah. That was just, I don't, I, I, it, I don't know if I agree with it. I just don't know that I agree with it. That texter knew what they were doing. Oh. The cat chant needs people need to remember it's quick. It's quick. Oh man. Louisville tries to do the slow C A R D S. That's fine. The, uh, they are a little slower. Cats, you go quick. The the comedy of being in the infield tunnel because it's very echoey. Oh yeah. Having the combating C A T S and cards, cards, cards. My favorite thing to do in high school, to be honest with you, yeah. was to be in that tunnel after the infield <laughs> of just, Oaks and just do cats chants and then hear cards and then, you know, just be a high school kid and be a dork. That tunnel's a cool place. A lot of magical things in that tunnel, huh? <laughs> Not for me. But. <laughs> Everybody have a great Wednesday. Thanks for all the texts in the show. Congrats to the staycation. Jared Lorenzen, Tau winner. But if you texted in today, you're just a winner because you made us smile. Uh, that texter says, let's go. That's the best gift I've won since the Alexander jersey. Oh, wow. This person cleans wow. up on KRC gifts. Reeling in the ears. Yeah, I forget sometimes, too, that live listeners just have an advantage on the podcast listeners. Well, you'll you'll need to give one of the passes next right, week right. to the podcast. You're one. exactly right. Yeah. Everybody have a great day. Thanks for listening. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM.